You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Interstate Batteries has been a proud supporter of the Sportsman's Nation since day one. So if you need batteries for your truck, batteries for your trail cameras, TV remote controls, flashlights, you name it, Interstate Batteries has what you need. They have thousands of retail locations all over the United States. So stop in, talk to a battery specialist, or for more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Welcome back to the Hunting Gear Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Johnson, and uh, today we are once again releasing a episode that we recorded at the 2020 ATA show. This time we are joined again by Mark Weinberg, or Winberg, I believe. I think I messed it up actually in the episode too, but Mark Winberg, he is the uh, director of product development over at Arcus Hunting Brands. And uh, on this episode, we're going to be talking about Ramcat broadheads. And uh, Mark talks about the design, the engineering, and I ask a lot of the same questions that I ask to the other broadhead manufacturers uh, on this on this podcast and, and get an idea of what the similarities are, what the differences are. And I think one cool thing about this podcast is especially for someone who is a consumer you can listen to me ask the same questions to different manufacturers and just listen to how they answer it right and i think i'll be honest with you i think that is a really big look into an actual company and how they answer these questions and that's why i started this podcast in the first place so uh thank you very much for listening thanks for tuning in and uh i hope you guys enjoy this episode three two one all right we are still here with the product development manager of arcus hunting and uh, this this portion of the podcast we're going to talk about ram cats now mark it's mark weinberg and uh, winberg my bad winberg's close enough but it's called worse (laughs) (laughs) and i asked this same question today to a different broadhead manufacturer people get fired up about broadheads passionate passionate about them what is it in your opinion that makes people so crazy about broadheads man this this is just the business end of it you know what i mean this this is what either i i believe it, it may be unfairly so, but most of the uh, blame 
or success gets put on the head, whether, yeah. you know, they, uh, they, they get the critter or not, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, it, it's, I think that's why. So it's the, it's the first thing to touch the wild animal. Oh yeah. 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 It's, it, it's going to cut the hole or in the right place or not, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. or in a mechanical broadhead, uh, maybe it, it, it functions or not. Right. Know? Right. So how many years? old is Ramcat? Let's see. Ramcat started in 2006. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brett Fulton uh, near the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. Okay. Yeah. So in in 2006 when these guys came out, mm-hmm. and I don't know, I, I look at the broadhead, the Ramcat broadhead, because mm-hmm. looks-wise, it is so different from everything else on the market i mean it is the bot the tip of the blade doesn't connect to to it but it's it looks like it could be a mechanical but it's not right, right? so what what does the look and funk like the look and the the design of this have to do with how it uh i guess how it functions in the field i i tell you ramcat could be first classified as one of the first true hybrid style heads you know, you were talking about it's not really mechanical. It's not really a fixed blade because the fixed blade, the rib under the blade where you said, you know, is out. It kind of hangs out in the open where instead of coming back to the ferrule and touching the ferrule. Now, this blade will swing forward so it's not a barbed head. Okay. And it, and you'll notice there's a cutting surface on each side of the blade. So I did notice that, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, if it doesn't go all the way through, you know, complete pass through out on the other side, it, it can work its way back. That blade will fold back you know, towards the front, and, and it'll cut its way out. So it, it's pretty devastating. And, and this is the head, the hydro shock that really started it all. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. The concave scoop, man, it's it's a really aerodynamic. It, it splits the air, um, and, and then it works when it hits the animal. It just moves mass out of the way. It just, you know, kind of like a plow head. It just, it just moves it. Um, another cool thing you'll notice um the blades are angled at a degree kind of like a, a, a fletching on an arrow you got a four degree offset those blades are also four degree offset plus they're also laid it's a what i call a compound angle so it's a four degree offset just like your aim and also it's laid over at a two degree angle and what that helps is the accuracy of it because you'll notice man that is a big huge cut you yeah. know yeah and uh and it helps cut the air and it flies well does that create rotation in the arrow it helps the spin yeah, yeah. absolutely you know because the front end of the arrow the veins you know uh, the broadhead veins are kind of in a fight yeah with each other but that helps eliminate that okay yep now did the original ramcats have a a cut on the back side of the blade they or did they did mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. because i and you mentioned preventing it from being a barb, mm-hmm. which is illegal in some states yes. to, to hunt with. Mm-hmm. Had Did you guys have to change any design in that original Ramcat so it would become legal in all in all states? No. Um, the, the blade, I'll, I'll call it the function, how it was attached to the head, the shape, is the same. Now, we've, we've tweaked the ferrule. We've tweaked the blade angles. You know, we've done several things like that to help make it better. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe this is a fixed broadhead. I know. It's amazing. It's there, cool. There's play on it, yep. in it. Yep. What In what way does it play? The, the fact that this will go back up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the, how do you ensure when you shoot that it doesn't move? What am I not seeing here? The screw 
it's a left-handed thread screw. It's not a right-hand thread like most screws are. So that helps that it won't loosen. And I'm just going to rip this package open I guess, I guess you so are. So we can get yeah. into it, man. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Just be careful because uh, these things are sharp, man. They'll, they'll cut you in a minute. <clears throat> So right but, now we're op we're opening yeah. up a, a pack of broadheads because I'm because I don't You're understand. Anal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you see, that's pretty tough right now. Right. It, it is not easy. Like, um, you can loosen this screw up. Okay. And and make it fold really easy if you want. Can you change the angle of it, or would it stay mm. the same? No. Well, you could change the way it folds. Yeah. You could bring it out more if you wanted, but I like a slice instead of a chop. You could bring that thing out like this if you wanted to. Really? Yeah. And then you just tighten that back down? Uh-huh. No you, kidding. Yeah, you could make it an inch and five-eighths inch cut if you wanted to. You know, if you had enough yeah. clearance in your, in, your, in your riser. Yeah. And then it's up to, <clears throat> it's up to the, the hunter to ensure that mm -hmm. all these are set at the same, yeah, the yeah. same length. It, it'll come factory preset at the right angle. What we believe gives you the optimum performance accuracy. It's going to perform. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> it moves mass out of the way. Mm -hmm. um, the 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 ferrule itself seems aggressively more more aggressive than all of the other uh, oh the broadheads out there. As far mm -hmm. as the machine tip looks mm -hmm. like there there's three points that come down off of it. Yes. But then the divots mm -hmm. is there a, is there we, a specific we just term call for this? that the scoop. You the know, scoop, that's the yeah. airfoil scoop. And, and you'll notice the point, everything's lined up with the blade, so it's all mathematically correct. And that's kind of what helps the aerodynamics. They're just not placed somewhere. You know, everything's lined right. up. Right. Okay. All right. So with Ramcat. Um, also, sorry. Uh, yeah, go there's ahead. two O-rings on, on the shaft. What, what that ensures is when you're putting that into your insert, it, it's concentric. It, it doesn't lean one way or the other, man. It centers that broadhead in your arrow. And, it, and when you spin it, man, it's like a top, man. It's just... Gotcha. There's, there's no wobble. Yeah. And even though there's screws in it, you can tighten them down, and there's not a lot of play mm -hmm. in the in the actual blades itself. Mm -mm. Um, it's crazy because it's so different from all the other broadheads on the market. I'm actually having... A hard time looking at the you know the original head and come and asking questions with it because the heads don't line up like or the blades don't line up like any other blade on the market but Very you know, there's there's engineering purposes behind all that yes, like sir. airflow and whatnot yes sir so do those do those heads come in a variety of sizes or just one size they do we have 100 grain okay. and 125 the 125 is a monster man it's an yeah. inch and a half cut this this is about an inch roughly an inch and a quarter but it that that other one is, okay. is it's it's a it's big yeah yeah um so is that is that your most popular head it is this is the one that started it all you know the company was founded on and uh it, it by far and away it's the most popular Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So then we have the the Diamondbacks mm -hmm. uh, series as well, and that looks more like a traditional. Uh, it's not like an airplane wing. It's it's it almost looks like a traditional head or a blade that's screwed in. Mm -hmm. Still has the offset blades. Yes. Right. Um, it does. Does that perform? Does that perform different? Um. 
not really. What what you'll notice is is the way the blade is set back into the ferrule at the back end. Sometimes, even though it's a great idea, this this original we call the hydro shot, mm -hmm. some guys just don't buy into it, right? It, it's kind of like the uh, when we were talking about trophy taker, limb driven rest versus cable driven. You, you might could tell of a better way. But a guy wants this to come back in, so we, we give them what they want. Yeah. You know? Material. Um, mm -hmm. What what kind of material is are these broadheads made out of? Man, the, that's the cool thing. It's all stainless steel. Okay. You know, you have 416 for the ferrule, and you have 420 stainless for the blades. What that does is it allows you a certain blend of hardness. And, and then a certain blend of, of like in the blade, uh, it's still got to flex some. Yeah. So it wouldn't be so brittle when it hits, it breaks. So it, it flexes, it gives. All right. Now we're looking at the new one here. It's nasty. I mean, this thing just looks like <laughs> RoboCop meets the Terminator, but not the original Terminator, like the liquid Terminator. Right, right. right? Nice. So, um, <laughs> that's there's, great. Yeah. So there's there's so many broadheads on the market that they all have different looks, and they you know you talk mm -hmm. to their marketing guy, and everybody's excited because mm -hmm. this and this, and now we have a hybrid of this and a mix of this. Does a broadhead? I mean, this the one I'm looking at right now is called the Diamondback Hybrid. Yes, sir. It has the bleeder blades up front it has the same ferrule tip as all the other ones do mm -hmm. and then it has the obviously the mechanical fold back uh, blades mm -hmm. is all that necessary well this is for the guy that kind of wants everything yeah you know he's a fixed blade guy but um he, so you always have a seven eight inch cut yeah always it's going to happen. But then when the mechanical blades fold open, you got that big two inch just opens it up. Yeah. And you'll notice the blades are offset. So it's going to cut a, you know, a four, like a plus sign size hole. Um, so it gives you the best of both worlds, really. Yeah. You know, there's, it's not going to fail. The way that the uh, mechanical blades are designed, the way they deploy, it's got to open. It's going to yeah. catch hide and they're going to flip open. You also notice on the back side of the, those blades, there's three notches. Yeah. That's, that's, um, it's not, you know, just for looks. Like, if you were shooting a 400 feet per second crossbow, you want to set that on the notch that's closest to the fixed blade. Oh, that okay. makes it harder for the blades to deploy. So, the kinetic energy and the speed that generates... Isn't opening. That. It won't open up. Okay. It's right. easy. Right. You know? Now, let's say you're shooting... Maybe a, a 60 pounds or 65 pounds, maybe short draw length. Not yeah. generate. You're not shooting 340 feet a second. Maybe you're shooting 260. So you move it down to the middle notch, and it's easier to open that blade. It doesn't take as much uh, leverage. Right. Now let's say you're, you know, shooting 50 pounds. You bring it down to the lowest setting, and that blade will really open up easy. So anybody can have the advantage of shooting a mechanical head. Right. And with that big cut, you know, and uh, that's that's what does it. You know, that big cut is awesome. So we, we tried to think of everybody. You're controlling you're controlling the poundage necessary. It takes to deploy the poundage, product. speed, kinetic yeah. energy. All of it comes into play. Yes, sir. OK, cool. Um, do you feel that broadheads today are over engineered? 
man, that is, you know, sometimes I think <laughs> I think sometimes we make things complicated, more yeah. complicated than we need to be. Um, you know, maybe it's trying to get another sale or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, or, or but maybe in some cases, yeah. You know, and, and the reason I ask that is because I feel like every year broadhead companies come out with new broadheads when there's no real difference in what the damage being done to the animal that like that isn't changing like oh right. my god we have a we have we added bleeder blades to this so now it comes in a three blade okay now the bleeder blades are off but we have a, a four blade and, and now that it's fixed with the mechanical i don't know it's like it has an injection button you know like what what is it i guess why does the market demand that oh man i tell you you know i'll i'll tell you today you know first show of the year right mm -hmm. ata show the first archery buying show of the year and, and guys will come in and they'll the first thing out of their mouth what's new yeah it's not what's old and proven what's yeah. what works it's <laughs> what's new man <laughs> you yeah. know yeah. so you are under this constant like pressure to come up with something new and different and exciting yeah. something to get a guy out of his lazy boy and out to yeah. the store or to the computer and click right yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's really what it's about that you know? that blows my mind because as a consumer myself i am the opposite of what the actual industry is i i like using things that work and i'm yeah. not the guy who goes out and try, you know, I'm going to try this broadhead this year. Well, I'm going to try this broadhead. Well, you know, I tried this. What's new? I'm going to try this. If I shoot a deer in the lungs and he bleeds to death in X amount of yards, that means that next year I'm going to do this same exact thing for the most part. Right. right? I hear you. And, you know, there's a lot of guys like you. There, there really is. Um, you think about the Thunderhead, the longevity the Thunderhead had. That was about a 20-year run on that, 25 years. Yeah. It was a great broadhead. A lot of a lot of animals went down. Yeah. But nowadays, not so much. You know, it's, it's yeah. guys, are, it's evolving every day. Well, you yeah. know, it's the world we live in. To, to what you were saying, Dan, the new, the what's new is to the guy that shot a deer maybe high in the lungs yeah. and didn't recover it. Yeah. And is saying, what, okay, that broadhead didn't kill it. But maybe he's shooting a fixed blade, and now he wants to shoot yeah. a hybrid or something mm -hmm. like that. I, th I think a head like this, it, it, it turns a bad hit into a marginal hit. It turns a marginal that's hit a, into a good one, and it turns a good hit into a devastating That's an one. intense broadhead. You yeah. know, that's, that's what it, it gives you a little bit of wiggle room if you're not exactly perfect. Yeah. Right. right. Now, where, where does the broadhead market go from here and can it can, can it sustain it i mean every single year a company coming out with a new broadhead just to compete i mean it's it, tough yeah it's tough you know that's that's a great question because you know the material it, it has to be hard enough because yeah. it's your contact and bone but it can't be so brittle that it breaks you know some people have tried titanium which is very expensive to yeah. make you know it's three times the cost in most cases so until we figure out the next metal it's it's going to be designed you know yeah. a different shape a different way it deploys you know until yeah. Yeah. the next one comes and we talked about this a little bit on the trophy taker right broadhead but do you think the industry is ever going to unite and say you know what we're not going to make 100 grain arrows anymore 100 grain heads anymore we're going to go with a heavier 
beefier, more designable 125 and up? No. No. Because I think guys, they want 100 in the worst kind of way. And we can give you arguments for 125, but what arrow makers will do sometimes now is because of that, the, to get the front of center, they'll change the material in in the insert instead of an aluminum insert they'll make it out of brass mm -hmm. so yeah. in case of steel so that moves your front of center up especially in a crossbow bolt you'll see a lot of brass inserts because they really should be shooting 125 grain hit and um that's that's why and that but that's where you'll get the weight from yeah is the diamond back and the hydro shock they're both made out of stainless steel yes sir okay no aluminum parts uh the ferrule in in the hydro shock or, I'm sorry, the feral and the Diamondback hybrid okay. is 70-75. Okay. But the, the, the blades... Tip, and the tip and the blade, stainless. Yes, gotcha. sir. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so, other than, other than the new Diamondback, mm -hmm. are there any other broadheads that uh, Ramcat has that uh, are worth mentioning or talking about or... You know, it's like, hey, guys have found success here. They really like them. Look, let me let me erase what I just asked you. Okay. Are are Ramcat customers loyal? Oh my gosh, yeah. I think by and large, most broadhead customers are. Once they find a brand they're happy with, they'll they'll stay within that brand. They might try a different you know model, but you know they'll they'll stick. You know, yeah. I, I think unless they just have a terrible experience for one reason or other. Yeah. You know. And what I meant by that is, and, I, and this is all hypothetical, right? This is one of those uh, questions that there's no right answer to. But I'm, you got guys out there, and they'll talk about, I'm only, I only shoot this broadhead mm -hmm. until they have a bad experience. And they're not the problem. The broadhead's <laughs> the problem. And now that deer should have been dead, and now I'm never going to use that, right. broad, that broadhead again. I know. What are you going to do? Yeah. Unless, unless it's video. You got video. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? But, you know, and failure, right? You hear, you hear people say broadhead failure, right? Because it is a, it is a moving parts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some, you know, there is just like anything that you manufacture, there's a failure tolerance, right? I mean, right. Some, it happens. What happens when a broadhead fail, fails? How do you guys uh, make that customer happy, or how do you d determine if it was an actual failure or not? Right. You know, and, and I'm one of those guys, the customer's always right, and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I yeah. mean, that's just the way I think you should treat them, you know. Um, but I, I want to know. I want to find out because I want to know if we need to change the design, if we need to tweak something, or if it was just a fluke, maybe it was a material flaw, you know, or maybe the machine, you know, drilled a hole a little off center. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it was some mistake like that. Or, or it could have just been an assembly mistake. Yeah. You know, but I need to find that out so it doesn't happen again. You know what I mean? I want to make sure, you know, it's not a design flaw. Yeah. This is a very high-level question. What makes a broadhead good? Man, it's, it's a combination. And... um I, th I think, but the biggest key is sharpness, man. Sharp blades, you you got to slice like a scalpel. And, um, you know, I know a lot of guys don't sharpen their blades. They just take them out of the pack. Man, I sharpen everything. 
I don't I don't trust anything to anybody. <laughs> really? You know even, what I mean? Even brand new. Brand new. I, I sharpen my I sharpen a knife. I sharpen But does it need to be? No. Yeah. No, but I, it's just I'm that picky. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but I'll look at it. I'll look at you know, and I'll see if I can shave the hair on my arm and all. You know, we have tolerances. We know, we actually measure the amount of pressure it takes to to slice. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually use a piece of monofilament fishing line, yeah, and and we have a gauge that measures the pounds of pressure it takes to bust it, uh, you know, to cut it, and um, it, and that tells us if the blade's sharp enough. So we we test every. Every yeah. shipment, you know, every yeah. every run, run, yeah, and uh, that's how we we make sure we QC it right. Awesome, you know. So we want we want a good product, man. We want you to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Where I think, and I think it, this is maybe a, a, the same question, just worded different. Is the broadhead in general, from a design standpoint? Has it reached a plateau, or is there any breakthroughs coming that are going to allow us to do some crazy things? Wow, man, that is a great question. It, you know, if if there's a different way, it, it would have to be a deploy method. You know, how the blade actually deploys. And um, what we're what we're struggling with a little bit is uh, is a broadhead manufacturer, and let's say the rear deploy style head, where the you know the blades are tucked up underneath the tip and they come open from mm-hmm. the backside yep um is making that tip big enough so it'll perform and when it hits the animal it'll drive the blades open but it won't prematurely open the blades during flight because it's shooting 400 feet per second and 150 pounds of kinetic energy out yeah. of like a raven crossbow yeah that's our challenge right now how do how do we get those type of heads to function because yeah. um some guys don't like a rubber band they don't want an o-ring you know yeah. they want straight mechanical and uh so that's our biggest challenge and what we're working on now okay mm-hmm. okay well uh here's the pitch for ramcat you know a guy maybe had a bad experience with another broadhead he's, mm-hmm. he's looking for a new brand or maybe he just likes to play around with new gear and equipment uh why should he take a look at ramcat man it, it it's proven it's they they work. It's that simple. They're accurate. They're well made. Um, they're strong. They're sharp. They're very accurate, and they're proven. Yeah. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another hunting gear podcast in the books. Thank you for Mark for taking time out of his day to hop on and chat with us while it while we were at the show. If you are not subscribed to the Hunting Gear Podcast, please do so. That way you get all of the episodes straight to your phone or mobile device every time. Please go and leave a review. Go and uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. Let everybody else know that this is a good podcast and uh, you're learning something from it. Other than that, be safe out there. Wash your hands, man. And uh, remember, 2020 is about giving back to conservation. Yeah.